0: We, the people, tell the government what to do. It doesn't tell us.
1: We, the people, are the driver. The government is the car. And we decide where it should go and by what route and how fast. Almost all the
0: world's constitutions are documents in which governments tell the people what their privileges are. Hey, everybody. Welcome once again to yet another episode of Two Noobs Talking. It's episode number 92. Steve Murray is with me. John Tracy is with me. And, of course, I'm Matt Craig. Happy you are with us. Steve, how you doing, man? What's going on?
1: Well, if you go by Flyers Twitter, the core of the Earth oh. is about to collapse and fling us all into uh, the vacuum of outer space. Yes, but otherwise, can. I'm good. Okay, okay. Yeah, good, good. Yes,
2: yes it is. And, and, you know, thou shalt be perfect when you get traded to the Flyers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I... I, I knew don't, I, don't,
1: I don't get it at all. I, I knew, knew that D'Angelo it. trade was gonna be kind of a headache.
2: Yeah. No, I you thought know, it was gonna be The head- nature
1: head- of it. That's I-, I get it. I think people do go a little overboard with it, but I I get that aspect of it. But like the first round pick People absolutely detesting it. I really didn't get. Yeah, I didn't get. First that. of all, you know, ninety-five percent of these people haven't even seen this kid play. Yeah, that uh, was my. Let alone knew his on. name probably before the draft even. I, happened.
0: And I mean, everything that I saw of the kid was pretty good. I mean, you know, he's got some skill. Obviously, needs to get you know some strength in him. But I mean,
1: other than that, he seemed to be well, pretty I, good. Good shot. I love me some big power forwards who can skate, man.
2: Yeah, Hell yeah. yeah. I, 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 literally, I literally do what I do with every flyer draft. Even going back to the club, Drew pick. Back, back in the day, I went, poop, okay. The <laughs> research, went, ah, we'll see in a couple of years. And then you move no. on. <laughs> like, exactly.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. What
2: was his name again? Okay, cool. Who we got him. Again? All right. I'll look at him. Oh, <laughs> funny. Johnny Ooh, was- Everybody Stephen A. Smith.
0: Well. Gotta have their hot takes, I guess. Yeah, more than anything else. John, what's going on, man? How are you? I don't know
2: I. Twitter, Twitter changes tire
0: failings and all kinds of stuff with your truck, right? <laughs> oh,
2: that you're good. Yeah. Everything's fine. Everything's fine, except for like I don't understand, like with the flyer thing. With what I knew, making that trade was gonna be like people were gonna have a lot to say about it. But the only my only thought that I could come up with, like I understand, like he did a comeback, fine, whatever. I I'm not thinking about that when he's skating down the ice and making a pass. Like I don't know why do people watch sports with political affiliations? I don't understand. It's hard enough just to watch the game. Yeah. <laughs> like, got, there's so much going on, like to watch, like with when he passes to the left defenseman, what are we gonna do? Fucking boom, because he's a Trump supporter. Yeah. Like I, don't under, like I don't understand. I don't give a shit what he fucking does in his off time. Can he shoot? Wasn't that like also too
0: with like D'Angelo? Wasn't that like six years ago that he got into trouble with with his with his speech or something like that? Or I was like, well, it depends could on
1: yeah. it depends on the incident you're talking about. He's um, still an idiot. He got in a fight. Yeah, I mean, he got in a fight with the goalie on the Rangers. Yeah. I guess that was over a year ago. Okay. Uh, That's when the Rangers booted him from the team and then bought him out. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, Yeah, that's right. That, I think, is the most recent incident. Okay. But he's got, you know, things going on. But, you know, he just played an entire season with the Carolina Hurricanes clean. Mm -hmm. Nothing happened. Nobody talked about it. So, you know. Plus 30. Maybe he turned a corner. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah.
0: If not, we can always complain to Chuck Fletcher again for his wonderful yeah, traits. And we'll just there boom him out of the city. We'll, we'll just blow <laughs> out of the city. I'm not going to judge him before he plays, though. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly right. So, guys, well, here we go. Um, it's episode 92, and, of course, who wore the episode number in the city of Philadelphia, as we always do. And, guys, uh, before we get to the main highlight, we had Rick Tockett, of course, wore 92 on his second stint back. Love it. 2000 to 2002, I think, right, Steve? If I remember right, uh, in my research, I think that's right. Yep. Yeah. Um, wasn't the dynamic player he was in the mid to late 80s, but when he came back, it was like, okay, we'll bring the, let's get the band back together, see what we can do, and was part of no, that great he, cup run in 2000. So there you go.
2: Yeah. Did pretty Yeah, well. he was he was important that year. Yeah. Yeah. He brought definitely and he was, he was part of the glue that held that
1: team together.
0: Now, I want to say, like, was Tony Amante part of that team, or did he come in, like, a couple of years
1: after? No, that was later. That was later. That was, yeah. that was an old Tony Amante. Big, oh. big, uh, big love to talk on TNT, though. He does yeah. a good job. Yeah, he does a
2: great job with that. Yeah. Rick talk is, is just a likable dude. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah.
2: He's just a likable dude, and he, he, he speaks very well.
1: No doubt about that. Yeah. And he some gets guys, on Paul Pizzenet's nerves, which is awesome. <laughs> That's
0: awesome. So, as you guys know, I had some homework to do. Uh, I was assigned by Mr. Murray to take a look as to why at Reggie White wore 91 in the city. Uh, before he wore, of course, 92. Flash that picture up on screen. So looking at this, prior to Reggie's arrival in 1985... The the Eagles never had anybody in the history of the team wear 92. Never, not one time. Which is really weird.
2: It seems so perfect, though. If this this story doesn't exist of the other guy that wore it, if Reggie was the only one to wear it forever, that would be cool.
0: That would be cool. But the reason why Reggie wore 91 was because of one player who wore it in 1985. His name was Smiley Cres- Creswell. Not making that name up. Smiley Creswell in 1985. Okay, so what's going on here? So Reggie, of course, bottles. I looked into this too. I looked into this as well.
2: from the Kensington bar also.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I looked into this. Reggie wore 92 when he played with Tennessee. He wore 92 when he was with the Memphis Showboats of the USFL. So he comes to Philly, 92's taken. Well, I guess I'll take 91. Smiley Quiswell was originally drafted by the New England Patriots. He was drafted by the Patriots in 1985. He couldn't get healthy. He was hurt through training camp. The Eagles signed him,
2: mistakenly. This is the most pub Smiley's ever gotten.
0: This is amazing. He wears <laughs> he wears the uniform number three games. He played in the NFL three times. He recorded one sack in his entire Eagles career, and the Eagles. Well, if you cut project him.
1: that out for sixteen, if he had played sixteen games, that would have been what four and a half? Four, four and a half? Five that's not half? too bad. Yeah, that's not. I guess not too bad. But he couldn't stay healthy,
0: so he ends up getting released again. And the Patriots. Of course, in 85, they go to the Super Bowl. He shows up on that team, but doesn't play in the game. He's
1: like on the bench somewhere or something. Well, so he can't be blamed for what happened. He yeah. can't
0: be blamed for what happened. But the next year, 1986. Riley was first... in there,
1: Perry would have been stopped. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> but course, the next year, 1986, Reggie wears 92. And of course, the rest is history. He's one of the all-time greats. And the number is now officially retired or has been retired by the eagles no one's ever going to wear that number again um I, but i found that incredibly fascinating. it's like well why would reggie wear 91 it wasn't because he was a rookie it was because the number was taken previously by some obscure defensive lineman that now everybody knows yeah. <laughs> if you watch doodoo so there you go um too but, much information TMI. Much
2: information. that's right <laughs> Miley,
0: get that checkout exactly right well, guys, with all that being out of the way, why don't we go ahead and do our first topic here. And uh, this is a very interesting... I guess you could say it's an opinion piece of the New York Post. It's written by this uh, piece of crap, Phil Mushnick, I guess. He's a native New Yorker. He definitely comes out in the article. all over this episode. He <laughs> really is. This is interesting. NHL rises where other sports leagues are crumbling. So it's kind of interesting here. Um... He basically is complaining over the fact that this Blue Jays player on June 17th was basically showboning, hits a home run, runs around the bases, solo homer, they're down to the Yankees, I think it was like 10-2, to two. they end up losing the game 12-3, to three. but he goes through the whole shtick of putting on like a home run jacket, you know, in, in the clubhouse. Meanwhile, on the other side in Colorado... The NHL Stanley Cup Finals are, tre- you know, they're tremendous. I mean, the, the the hockey playoffs were tremendous start to finish, not just the Stanley Cup Final. But, so he, yeah, so he's writing about basically, oh, why do we have to have grandstanding and showboating in a meaningless regular season game when really what we should have is the NHL on, you know, during the Stanley Cup Finals all the time, which is a ludicrous statement. You got to go through a regular season and into the playoffs in order to qualify. Um, John, I guess I'll go with you first. Like, What are your thoughts on all of this? Because this is interesting with regards to mixing in playoffs with celebrations in a regular season game.
2: Yeah, which seems weird. I don't even know why you would make that Yeah, exactly. Um, obviously, he's only watched the NHL. He's never watched European hockey for any amount of time because they have created all the ridiculous celebrations that are in nhl ea sports games the riding of the stick as the pony the lassoing all hockey has it too it's just in the playoffs it's not like that
1: yeah
2: um it's a very fun police uh, article um it's 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 I, there is unwritten rules and i do understand where he's coming from like you don't showbo your, your home run when you're down 10-1. That, I mean, that's incredible. Like, you don't celebrate that. You're down 6-1 in a hockey game. You score a goal. You don't dance around, slide all over the place. And like, look at me, I scored. Then you go back to the bench, and hopefully that, that's a rally point.
3: Yeah. But
2: I, he's just he sounds like he's just no fun really amazing in this At regard. Like,
1: I'm picturing Clint Eastwood. Get off my lawn. Literally, I <laughs> bet
2: you he boos
1: Little Leaguers.
2: Probably... Like, the way this article comes off, he just goes down to his Little He's like, Timmy, you suck! What's
3: amazing?
0: Dude, I just hit the for the first time! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's amazing here is like this is part of Mushnick's argument. Quote: Down ten to two, the Jays threw a party in full view of paying customers. Yet it fell in line with pandering and detached Rob Manfred's stated goal to attract younger fans with acts of fun, in quotation marks, as if kids need more desensitization, as if neglected by MLB for the last 40 years in exchange for TV money kids need this kind of indoctrination, end quote. I'm like, really?
2: I don't. So did so they need the no fun police to come and tell them that baseball wasn't fun, but yet they have to play fucking 11 games in the heat?
3: We can't have any fun,
1: kids. There, there's also there's also gotta be a context to everything. Mm-hmm. Okay, he gives absolute, I have no clue what the context of this home run is. Maybe this is the first home run of the guy's career. Yeah. Maybe it's his first home run of the season. You know, when you've got, I've been on both sides of a youth hockey game where a team is up big and somebody scores who never, ever scores. Mm-hmm. And that gets celebrated. And everybody's Celebrate like, that. Yeah, it's, a it's like, oh, okay. So little Jimmy, who never scores a goal, scored a goal. You know, he should be celebrated for that. You know, it doesn't matter that we're up six to nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that that's an important thing for him. You know that becomes a little less important in the majors, but you know again, context is everything. We don't have the context of anything. It's like totally and, <laughs> Yeah. Frankly, if you're in the middle of a of a regular season game of 162, and you're getting trounced, you know why not have a little fun just to yeah. you know,
2: pick it up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You never I mean, know. When that, you brought up a start. great
1: point pre production. Yes. That, that might actually spark the team and lead to something. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
0: I mean, well, if it's whatever. something that's subtle and if it's like it gets the dugout fired up, all for it, man. All for it. You know, it's like you need kind of a rallying point to get going. It's time and place though for that, you know, in that regard. It's my, my estimation too.
2: At least he's doing it in the dugout. That I like that home run so like I don't hate that home run celebration because it takes place with the team in the dugout. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's not like they pan in the dugout every 30 seconds yeah you know what I mean you can get you can well they, they don't because of the cigarette smoking and the uh, and the cursing and the, and the, the like Alec bone beating the shit out of himself with the back <laughs> <laughs> they try to out the back. There,
1: there's also there's also the line I think you're right John like it's in the dugout it's with the team it's uh-huh. not it's not in, in trying to embarrass the other team. Mm-hmm. That's where I get wild. It's up. like, it's like, like when Worth you're doing something
2: second base, like putting both of his fingers up. Remember that? The, all that controversy yeah. when he, Jason Worth hit the home run and he was celebrating around the second? Everybody was pissed. Right. <laughs> There's no, they're not, he didn't do that. The dude came back, put his home run jacket on. Did his little there with people, yeah. You know, high fives, handshakes, sit down, kid, whatever. And the
1: the players in the field probably didn't even see it because they were already on to the next batter. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, what you're I kind of just mean? it wasn't showing up the other team. Yes, because I've got a point if you're showing up the other team. But if it's if it's a home run celebration in the dugout, who
0: cares? I was going to ask you guys this with Jose Bautista, a few years ago. Remember in the ALC or the ALDS? I think it was against Texas. He hits a monster home run. It's a huge three-run homer that puts the Jays up. I think like I, either they come back from the home run or they they're up. Mm-hmm. You know, he adds to the lead, and he sits there admiring it, and then he chucks his bat, kind of like it was like one of the more epic bat flips. The next season, Rugido Odor like clocks him in the face, which I thought was great karma coming back <laughs> and nail him in the face. Well, thought with the head, but yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's kind of. What do you guys think of that? Is my question. Like, big think, playoff game, you know. And he's he's sitting there, kind of half admiring the homer, and then he chucks his bat. You know, the, and the, it's like the, Texas was pissed off, obviously in regards to that. But context, I don't
1: know. I don't. I don't know what I, the point is. To me, really that in context to that. is that context is important to me. Yeah, he's. It's a big, huge playoff game. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's probably a little bit more showing up the other team than I would like. But you know, in the moment with all the emotions, I could see that.
2: And but happening. let the players police themselves.
1: I mean, it's not like it's not Thank like John saying like he's he's running around the bases afterwards like giving middle fingers to the pitcher as he's doing. He's like, ah, I beat you, sucker! I beat you know. It's not At like every that. Every base, like that. Would, right. that would be steps on every base with two feet and goes ah. that's not what happened you know exactly yeah the Batista thing I could see where it might rile you up a little bit but oh sure it it wasn't especially in the context if he did it in like a preseason game or you know a regular meaningless regular season -season game game? yeah that's kind of stupid but yeah
0: but a big playoff game and of course like and again I think John your point is so well stated because it's like they policed themselves the next season they had the big fight right but then that was it it was yeah. like it was that was even steven at that point they had to get him back
2: it was like, it. it's been around for a while it was like, it's own yeah.
0: we don't need extra writers essentially coming in and saying well you should do this and you should do the, that the, and oh, and the two, you should
3: contact, uh,
0: anything yeah you should be in this square now i will say this like in regards to the nhl the nhl i think everybody loves the stanley cup playoffs they just hate the regular season i think every regular season is too long to be perfectly honest i think we could probably shorten that really down if everybody wants to play so much no, you, revenue they never they will make, because of revenue exactly yeah got to make money yeah you I have to make money so.
2: i don't I, I don't mind 162 for baseball i don't i don't mind the 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 length of the i also i also can check out at times like flyers go on a seven game road trip where you know they're going to be four of five and the games are late and I got to go to work hey guys I'll sit out and I'll read about that the next Mm -hmm. next day Mm -hmm. but I got you you know when you come home and I can watch it at a normal time like
0: exactly you got to check
2: out on sports like that you can't obsess over it
0: yeah yeah that's a good point that's a good point too I, I just hmm I think everybody just loves the playoffs so much. That's the thing. And I think that the anticipation, and especially when you look at the NHL, this this playoff season, I was just looking at some of the highlights and some of the games. It was just like, it was... The the end-to-end action was probably the best part about it. It wasn't... And no one was really hitting anybody. There wasn't any huge controversies. It was just... Athleticism on display.
2: That's the one thing I missed from this one to previous previous ones. Mm. I like a little physicality in my in my playoffs.
0: Got a little, yeah. Got to throw that in the pie. I
2: love a little. I wouldn't say nothing happens. The puck just goes back and forth for a couple minutes, just because everybody who touches it gets touched. Mm. That just that that makes me feel playoffs. I wouldn't
1: say it was without controversy. I mean, the Cadre the overtime goal in the Cup final was allegedly scored with too many men on the ice. Yeah, that became a big idea. Nice. Yeah. So that was you know. that was on both teams. Both
0: teams had like uh, like seven. And it was like I think Tampa had like seven players and Colorado had six. So like, well, what's going on there? Yeah, yeah. line changes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, guys, well, why don't we keep it going here with a little bit of a sports theme with episode 92. What do you think? Um, Topic two here, Rob Manfred, MLB, showing how little they care about fans with streaming deals and another (gasps) Phil Mushnick article, Johnny. How about that? Uh,
2: And Rob Manfred not liking people.
0: Oh, what a shock. What a oh, shock! Man. I'm gonna love hating on him. I'm, it's gonna be great. I'm
2: blown away
0: by that. I lo- I love Mushnick's first sentence of this thing, Johnny. It says here, "Give Monfrey, uh Rob Manfred credit. Not many in his position would admit they would have no idea what they're doing."
2: Well, I guess so. Well, you know, I agree with that. <laughs> I with Manfred. Let's just know that he doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. We can see.
0: It. Yeah, exactly. However, that doesn't diminish the reality that he has no idea what he's doing. Uh, Late last week in a State of the Mess address, Manfred said he sympathizes with fans who can't find or have no access to MLB's sudden exclusive deals with paywalled and soon-to-be-paywalled streaming partners. Those deals, mostly on Friday nights and late Sunday mornings, have left fans, often by design, in the nation's largest TV markets, no longer able to watch their local baseball teams without jumping through digital hoops. And, of course... This spinning forward, it was reported, I believe Steve brought it to our attention, right? In pre-production. The Phillies game on Father's Day.
1: On Father's Day. Yeah. The emphasis
0: there was on Peacock. It was not on NBC Sports Philadelphia. You had to buy Peacock for 5 bucks, sign up, in order to watch the Phillies on Father's Day. So in another bonehead move by Rob Manfred... Um
2: get him. Get
0: him. I, I don't even know I, you know, he's he's he per, you know he potentially screwed up this season. Almost screwed up the season with the CBA. I mean he almost he cluster he almost cluster fucked that. Oh, yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. And
0: at the ninth hour he got saved out by the players association. I'm just gonna mention that right now. Um they walked him back from the brink. Uh, it was amazing in that regard of course he moved the all-star game prior because he didn't like what was going on in atlanta politically even though that was none of his business and now he's leaving on father's day guess what if you want to watch your your own home team you got to go sign up through digital hoops in order to get through it i don't get this guy I, i seriously i do not
1: understand him i don't get him he
2: literally seems like he's trying to piss everybody else
1: but why? That's my question. Major, why, Johnny? Major League Baseball isn't the first one to do this. No, thing. no I know, no, but there were, I believe, a few Flyers games this season that were on something. Mm, uh, I don't know Monstrosity. what. Monstrosity. Was <laughs> but it, I think it was the it was the ESPN streaming service. No, which is... so you had to buy you had to buy that to no. watch those games. <laughs> and I, I think the NFL. I mean, doesn't the NFL do some games on exclusive Amazon? They've been doing Amazon. Do you have to pay for that one, or is it? Mm-hmm.
2: No, no, no. You can, or you can watch it. NFL does it right. You can watch it on the app if you have the app for free when okay. they put it on there. So okay. like, if an Eagles game is playing and it's on whatever, they it's been on a bunch of them. Sometimes it's on the NFL app. Sometimes it's on mm-hmm. whatever. Like they do, they, and they put Sunday Night Football on Peacock for people that don't have cable. So NFL kind of does it a little bit. Now yeah. nicer to mm-hmm. get the, like this is this is literally saying to everybody in Philadelphia, go fuck yourself. The Phillies aren't on on Sunday, on Father's Day. Like
0: last week as what if you he pony was, up? Uh, here's, here's a great quote uh from Mushnick here. Last week, as if he was the first to know, get him. Love it. Manfred acknowledged that there were fans who don't have an ample, ample opportunity to do that. That being that being watching the game sold Exclusively a streaming pay bait So he's admitting essentially yeah. that they don't have the opportunity to access the MLB through a streaming service. So then, why do it? Right. Why do it? Money. It's that what,
2: I,
3: That's we always keep sure. going back to
0: that, but it's ridiculous, John.
2: Gotta be, they're taking the payday. Fuck the
1: fans, they're taking the payday. That's exact, Matt. That's exactly <laughs> what happens. Peacock comes and says, I'm gonna give you a billion dollars if you Ooh. let me broadcast 15 regular season games exclusively on my streaming network. And he says, Dude, okay. Yeah, I'll take that
3: he money. He takes the
1: money. He doesn't yeah, care. Exactly
3: what that no problem.
0: With- is,
2: fuck, fuck the fans, we'll take the money.
0: No problem with that. How about a little advance notice?
2: I mean, this is the first I had heard, like when Steve brought it up. I, I, I agree with yes, advance notice, but I also see the the, the why he wouldn't give advance notice because yep. we would have time to be pissed about it before <laughs> it would happen and then have to change his mind.
1: I mean, I remember during Flyers games this season yeah. where you would see on Twitter, it's like, well, where's the game? Well, if you want, and so one of the beat writers had to be like, well, if you want to see the game, you got to do go to X yeah and like well that's annoying you know but it was it seemed like game day people were only figuring this out like yeah yeah they don't don't well
2: known yeah they don't widely public but it's because what if what if a bunch of season ticket holders right got together let's say he announced this a year ago and a bunch of season ticket holders from a bunch of different cities were like we all don't want to handle this then manfred has got to actually do his job and be like oh do i Am I pissing off the fans? Am I no, this way he just gets to take his money and piss on everybody that doesn't matter.
0: Really is
1: amazing here. Because he already
2: made his money. Now we're mad at him. It doesn't matter because it already happens.
0: Yeah,
1: exactly. Uh, yeah, he's perfect. made his money. They paid him already. Mm-hmm. Oh no question. Up to us to pay. Peacock is looking for their money. Yes. To, exactly. Yeah. So that's why exactly. easy
2: for man for being a scumbag.
1: This is just status quo for him.
0: This is amazing here by Mushnick, too. Quote, considering that pandering... Wait, PSL... wait, wait. Before
1: before you read that, let's not give this guy too much credit. Yes. Okay? yes. The,
2: word, <laughs> he's... the word amazing in Mushnick should probably not be in the same sentence.
0: You no, know, exactly,
1: exactly. Well, here's the thing. We just happen to agree with some of the things he's espousing in this particular... Exactly, life. exactly. Whereas okay. before, we so weren't. It's that...
2: <laughs> like calling Steve a Trump supporter when he was like, well, I don't... I don't immediately want the guy to die. And then he's like, it's <laughs> a Trump supporter.
3: Exactly.
2: That's like calling Phil Mushnick amazing.
1: Just because we agree with him is it's is, this one time? Yeah, one exactly. Time. This one time.
2: I don't think I've ever agreed with him
1: before.
0: Can you believe this? This is this is a, this is an interesting sentence that he writes. Con, quote considering that pandering PSL hustler Roger Goodell on ESPN's Manning Brothers telecast declined to speak any Snoop Dogg rap song titles because they might be too vulgar. That's interesting. Yet he also chose him to perform his triple X act before an estimated 208 million Americans in the Super Bowl, all of whom Goodell apparently believes are beneath his standards of civility. And he continues on, and though the NBA is in immediate need of social cleansing, top to bottom, with extra soap applied to the verbal and social me- messaging regions, wow,
1: Adam Silver doesn't seem inclined to be the one doing the washcloth. I'm not agreeing with this.
0: Why
2: did did this guy just go total rogue on us? (laughs) Seriously, it's crazy. I think,
0: yeah, I think he's trying to, like, loop in Manfred with all this
1: stuff. Manfred's a scumbag, no question about it. I think he's going back to get off my lawn here. Yes. Yes. He's going back to get off my lawn. You know, we were like, okay, we, we agree with you. Manfred's screwing people with these streaming deals. Yeah well now now that i've now that you agree with me let's talk about these other things and we're like, mm. like uh, I mean, no his
2: points his, his points are not yeah we don't need yeah so yeah. It, you know i i don't i, I don't take my nba advice from phil mushnick or, <laughs> <NHL buddies. laughs> my, or my nfl buddies i you know i don't need to
0: take any uh advice really uh for rob Manfred you know from phil mushnick about rob Manfred. he's a yeah, well, All I already players. know the Mavericks Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's not good when you have... And let's face it, I mean, okay, MLB games, they're long, they're lengthy. He's looking to try and shorten them. That's a pretty good thing. But if that's the only good thing that he... I'll give him that. But everything else that he's touching is pretty much turned to dog shit. So...
3: Pretty much. I think well, I'll just... i
1: <laughs> we, we might not have as big an issue with the streaming thing if it was like yeah. some random Wednesday night yeah. game. That no, all right, I, I can skip it. But Father's Day, come on! Yeah, like, seriously, Father's Day
0: would be like the same thing with Memorial. It could be on Memorial Day. What's next? Memorial right. Day, July Fourth. Right. I mean, come on.
2: You know, what is normally when we're around our parents our kids, right? During these during these times, right? Mm-hmm. Normally, during the summer. Baseball somewhere. It's on a TV or a radio somewhere. It's, yeah. a, it's especially for the Philly. I could see if they did it with, you know, Colorado. You know what I mean? It doesn't have a great fan base. Take that game and put that on there. But you're taking, like, the Phillies. Like, yeah. the 100-year-old Harry and Whitey,
0: the shore. yeah
2: and Very, very, very big following in its hometown yeah. on Father's Day. And you're just like, fuck it. We're put it on Peacock. Because, you know, everybody has Peacock.
1: Like, <laughs> and... What worries me is are they gonna do something like this like during the playoffs?
0: Oh, I have you no know, doubt.
1: Like, is is some is some team fan base gonna get screwed out of a playoff game Most because Manford wants to stream it exclusively on Peacock?
2: Most likely because he'll get his money before Peacock will and yep. obviously he'll do it.
0: Exactly. And now a word from our sponsor.
1: Today's show is brought to you by Smiley Criswell, who called in and paid Matt to say his name multiple times on air. So, Matt, when are you going to spread that money around? Smiles for Smiley.
0: All right. Well, I guess his check is not coming in the mail. Uh... Oh, that's awkward. Oh, I'm sorry, John. (laughs) All right, moving on. Okay, well, moving on. Um, topic number three. Um, and this one again, another sports thing, but not so good news. Um, Steve, I think you have some interesting news coming out of Russia. Unfortunately, with Flyers <laughs> goaltender, right?
1: Yeah. So the Flyers' um, uh, backup or potential backup goaltender for next season was uh, his name is Ivan Fedotov. Mm-hmm. Big. It's like six foot seven Mm -hmm. goalie played in the KHL last year, won the championship with uh, in regular season and playoffs. He had a ridiculously like he's like sub two goals against. Oh, wow. Great save percentage. Mm. He signed a contract in May, I think, to come over Mm. uh, and battle for the spot behind Carter Hart Hart for next season uh and the reports coming out of russia are that he was i think he was leaving a practice facility or something when he was approached by some uh gentleman of an officious looking nature uh taken away in a van um the the it's reported that he has been detained for uh evasion of military service and has subsequently apparently been sent to the Arctic to serve in the Russian Navy. All of which puts into jeopardy, uh, obviously his playing with the Flyers next season, but uh, I certainly also fear for this young man's safety now. Uh, Uh, Yeah. This is ridiculous. Uh Uh-huh, 100%. And uh, I think you made
0: the great point in pre-production. Vladimir Putin is nuts. Because this is a very, very bizarre story um, that just screams like it's like a Bond villain coming in and taking like the most important, precious possession that you could possibly have, and you're just hauling away in this van and off you go and you're gone. I mean, and my I God. Think,
1: I think it's pretty clear. You know, I don't. I don't know what the requirements are for military service in Russia. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But there's certainly. Stinks of retaliation.
0: Oh, hundred uh, percent. The
1: guy is now leaving C K S C C K S C S K Moscow or whatever that Red Army team is yeah. uh, to come to America and play for the Flyers next season. Uh, and, and now all of a sudden he's been a draft dodger. Yeah, it's
2: it, it's a lot of
1: sting to it. Yeah, it's just it definitely
2: has a lot of sting to it. I mean, there yeah. are there are there are countries. To be fair, there are countries where you have to do military service before you can do this. we got
1: I'm sure yeah. Russia is one of them. tennis, oh, yeah.
2: tennis has had their stars. Uh, basketball has had their stars. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it's- well, David Robbins even had to fulfill his navy uh, yeah. to finish up before but that's 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 agreeable. <laughs> this is not agreeable. That's that's the only point I had to the whole thing. This is not this sounds like an 80s move.
1: Just yeah,
0: like yeah, a 70s movie or it whatever. Sounds like yeah. real life. It sounds
2: like an 80s movie.
0: Yeah,
1: no doubt, Johnny. Yeah, it no does. Way. I mean, it's it's. If you have ever seen the Mission Impossible, the first Mission Impossible movie, mm-hmm. where the uh, the the guy at the work, the isolated workstation, lets Tom Cruise take that data, and he's like, oh, we're shipped, we're you know, to send in a man a satellite pole in Alaska and shipping his clothes. That sounds like what this is. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's, it's no question. You might yeah. not be
2: getting
1: these clothes now. Yeah, Johnny <laughs> actually.
0: I was just going to say, Johnny. To your point in regards to the military academies, you're right. West Point and also Annapolis. It's required. I think it's four years of active duty service uh, before you're then released um, into the country. And I think that's also for the Air Force Academy out in Utah, if I'm not mistaken. So it's those three branches: um, Army, Air Force, and Navy that that require that. I think the Marines are an all volunteer. I think.
2: But that's also that's also you go in and you sign up for that. Sometimes, like I think. Israel, you actually have to do two years. Israel, you're drafted in. You're yeah, drafted
0: just, in and you have to serve, uh, I think, a minimum of two
2: years. Yeah. yeah. And there's there's a couple other countries that 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 it's just it's your citizenship says that you need to do this. Yep. Um Russia's probably one of them. But like Steve said, to the point, it's very slimy that a dude makes a break, makes a couple million dollars and is gonna leave a a thriving competitor mm-hmm. to the NHL.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And all of a sudden, he's a draft
3: Dodger.
1: And he may not, I mean, he may not end up being the only one. There is concern that other NHL players who went back to Russia for the offseason. Yeah. You know, the, the, I, I think it turned out to be debunked, but there was concern about the Minnesota guy, Kaprizov. Um, okay. Th- there was momentarily some worry about him. Um, I don't think alex ovechkin has to worry no, no i was just no, gonna no, say like i, I think ovechkin think is living here somebody. in the states yeah yeah i think got yeah,
2: alexander Rich, who might know somebody
0: kids 25 years yeah. old by the way uh this mm-hmm. goalie ivan fedotov yeah um yeah gm uh chuck fletcher said uh basically the team was aware of the situation you had no further comment at that time so what
2: can you do yeah
0: um, what are you gonna do make a phone call the team CSKA Moscow is owned by the Russian government, and its players are considered military personnel. So there you go. Um, It
1: was well, that's uh, that was the other thing I've heard was like for those guys military service
2: is often considered
1: as playing for the team. Yes. You know what I mean?
3: That's it the part. about it.
0: it. Says here CSKA may be trying to hold on to its top goaltender. By twisting Russian military service law, since he is officially considered military personnel, to your point, Steve. So there you go. Um, but yeah, they were hoping that he would. Flyers were hoping that he would compete. Um, I don't think there was anything wrong. The Flyers did. Flyers were posting that to their social media accounts. I remember there was something like you know they had signed a you know he signed a two-way contract. Oh, yeah. You know they faxed him the the you know the whole thing and he signed it, sent it back, and how he wasn't on a plane the very next day. You know or something along those lines i don't know but
2: well, that's, that's that's due diligence i i yeah it sounds like they did the contract fine but you gotta you know what i mean like he probably should have signed that contract when he was here yeah you know what i mean quiet until you got him into yeah,
1: the united but states at the same time mm. at the same time as far as i know there's been no precedent for this no no you know, yeah there's no precedent. russian nhl players NHL Russian players go back and forth all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there was,
2: in the 80s, there was a precedent. Well,
1: yeah, I mean, but... I
2: could see, I could see back then how, yeah, how you would, that's probably what I'm thinking of, is back then they used to have to secure them in the United States before you could even sign them. Yeah, exactly. Um, (laughs) But that wasn't, that wasn't, like, to your point, that's not the way that it's been going since the 90s, 2000s, 2010s. There's been pretty much...
0: No, i
1: know the, the only many the only, people the only, people, the only people at fault here is the only people at fought here is the russian government yeah you know they're 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 talking themselves into winning this war with ukraine that they are clearly not winning yeah uh and you know and now star hockey players are trying to leave the country <gasps> you know for better uh greener pastures and they're desperately trying to cling to them by twisting the rules around
0: well said well said because you're right i mean let's face it the russian ruble in the marketplace is pretty much dog shit you know repeating what i said about manfred um but yeah it's like when you have that that's nothing it's like you're looking for other opportunities to go elsewhere which fedotov obviously ended up doing you know what are you going to do if you're desperate um you do desperate things and that's exactly what i think what russia is definitely doing here in this regard in this story so we're hoping that you know this guy can get out. Um, you know, being sent to the Arctic to serve in the Russian Navy—that—that's weird. You know what I mean? Like, why would you go up to the cold to
1: serve in the Navy? That doesn't make any well, sense. Well, there's there's reasons for that too. But I mean, what we consider him lucky—not uh, even as a flyer, but as a person—he's not being sent to mm-hmm. battle zone in Ukraine, yeah, right? He's so. Being sent.
2: Also. Yeah, he's he's at least he's at least invading war for the moment.
1: And that that I think tells you a lot too. Yeah, like again, they're holding on to him because he's got certain talents yeah. as a goaltender.
2: Well, 'cause they're maybe, not gonna yeah.
1: send him where he's likely to be, you know, injured or killed.
2: No, yeah. we, we could we could lighten your sentence a little. You know, we light your sentence a little if you want to play goalie for us and not go over there. Yeah. Yeah. Manipulation at its finest. They're doing yeah. a good job of it. Idiot. No, really?. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly.
0: All right, guys, here we go with topic number four, and it's the another two noobs tournament, the best Philadelphia athlete tournament. Uh, we've hit four, and now we go on to the other four. We're gonna be filling out the rest of the elite eight in the next few weeks, and then all of a sudden we've got I think our goal is episode one hundred. We're doing the Elite Eight Final Four Championship. It's it's right around the corner, guys. This is crazy. Um, but it's been so much fun doing it with both of you, uh, going through the first and second rounds and then voting, of course, you know, and you know, see who makes it into the Elite Eight. But this um, will be the upper half of the Eagles bracket. I've deemed this the link bracket of the best Eagle tournament. This person, whoever will come out of these eight players, will face Brian Dawkins in the Elite Eight, and we're going to throw up, the brackets on screen of course we've got Dawkins we've got Mike Schmidt we've got Eric Lindros and the good dr. Julius Irving at the bottom there uh, filling out the four so again just to recap the big tournament what we ended up doing we took the entire list from ranker.com and from that list uh, for each individual team in the city so we had the Flyers Sixers Phillies and the Eagles so top 16 and then we filtered out based on a couple of criteria one how long they played. So it was minimum three years in the city from 1983 onwards, to their overall production in the field. So it could have been like if they had multiple arsenal appearances, if they won any championships, MVPs, if they're a hall of famer, things along those lines. And then of course, popularity. Popularity within the city, popularity with, of course, with the host, things along those lines. I think I checked off all the boxes
2: there, guys. I don't think I missed anything. Yeah, and, and just so everyone knows, we threw Ben Simmons out pretty early.
0: Oh yeah, oh my God, yeah. Yeah, the original, like, list when we did the Sixers had Ben, I think, at, like, 12. And we were like, no. He, no. he was beaten. Like, no. how How is that, like, how is he 12? That doesn't make any sense. So, guys, here we go. We're going to start off with the first round. And we're going to go with the illustrious Steve Murray
1: with his first choice here. Steve? Well, I, I wore my Coy uh, Detmer jersey. Uh, there was... you
0: go. I have, I and of course, know. I have the Dawkins jersey, you know, the guy who's going to be facing Brian. So we'll see how this goes. But you have Also, the-
1: yeah, Coy Detmer versus Brian Dawkins.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it. I'll give like the the honorable mention award to Koy Detmer. Koy Detmer really for like playing with a you know coming out of there with a dislocated elbow in that 49ers game on Monday Night Football. That was crazy. He was a tough
2: give, tough guy. Tough guy. I want to give props to the entire Detmer family. There's not a oh, better. Yeah football family ever going from their dad to tie to the koi. tie to koi yeah they know football in a way that i would love to just have them all in a room hell yeah
0: the stories they would tell my god it'd be crazy so steve the eight nine matchup here we have the eight seed is jason kelsey and the nine seed is mike quick oh so you have jason kelsey the center the illustrious center of the you know the with the greatest, greatest speech ever at a uh, at a parade versus Mike Quick, the current, you know, the guy who's alongside Merrill. And also a great player in his own right as well. So what do you think? Mike, Mike Quick,
1: Quick, definitely a great player in his own, uh, but Jason Kelsey is the greatest center I think we've ever had. Ah, yeah. Uh, And not just because he dressed up as a mummer for the um, Super Bowl parade and gave that illustrious speech that you alluded to. Yeah. Uh, But he does – He like, every time you watch an Eagles game, the color analyst is always saying, like, what Kelsey is doing in a play that no other center in the league can do. Yeah. Uh, He's just a remarkable uh, athlete for his position. Yeah, and so I have to advance to Jason Kelsey. I, That's I, awesome. I don't think Love there's it. Any yeah. other way? Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I I couldn't disagree with you at all. I I think yeah. just the fact that, and we've we've kind of poked fun at David Alexander for like, okay, where would they go? <laughs> we didn't have that with Jason Kelsey for. I mean, my God, it's it's got to be over ten years, if not more, in his career. He's going to go down. We'll be in the Eagles Hall of Fame for sure.
1: Canton bound. Oh, yeah. I, I, I think he's got the resume. I mean, he's got he the sure team. does. Yeah, Super Bowl champion. Yeah, Super Bowl. He yeah. got an. I think he got his All Pro last yeah. year. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's been Pro multiple Pro Bowls. I think he's, he's he absolutely qualifies. No doubt about that. All right,
0: John. Well, we go up to the I guess the middle part of the bracket here for you. We got the five seed is Jason Peters, and the twelve seed is Clyde the Glide Simmons.
2: Oh my god, that's tough.
0: Yeah. The left tackle. The left tackle versus <laughs> one of tackle. the all-time great, like, rush ends. And you want to talk about Clyde Simmons with his career. He played yeah. forever. My God. But someone would
2: say that Reggie helped. Oh, yeah. Someone say that Reggie helped. He had a very good line. Um, yeah. And the left tackle. Yeah. Clyde. That's tough, man. Yeah. Do you know that Jason Peters was a tight end in college? That's scary. I, I like to say that every time I, I hear a story about Jason Bader, like, I'm <laughs> like, like yeah, wow. You can't like, imagine like, him
1: catching a ball. Really?
2: A tight end? That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, he was drafted with the Bills as a tight end. Turned to a left tackle. And crazy. then
1: Andy Reid. The Reed rest is history.
2: Yeah. yeah. And Andy Reid robbed him and he <laughs> did that. Yeah. <laughs> so what are you thinking?
0: I mean, this is a tough matchup. It's was 5-12. E
2: it's the same thing as we talked about with uh what's the name last equals one uh the defensive tackle oh uh, fletcher cox yeah hey, Fletch, when you when you talk about when you talk about like andy Reid taking over right mm-hmm. and cory simon turns into fletcher cox that turns into the next one that tur- look at jordan maialata yeah, it's, they like lolling left tackles. And how did they figure that out? Trey Thomas mm-hmm. to Jason Peters to
0: to mulata Yeah, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I gotta give it to the the left tackle. Okay. The, left tackle. Okay, cool. Yeah, good. Love class. Clyde, but he left us.
0: Yeah, Clyde was. <laughs> <laughs> he did the Cardinals. He might Yeah, and, and he played with okay. Jacksonville. He was part of the expansion draft. He played in the Jacksonville Jaguars
2: in the mid-'90s. I mean, he was everywhere. I, don't was... I, can, I, can play. I could play. He could definitely play. A yeah. little too young for me to have an an analytic perspective that I get. Jason Peters is the left tackle. Like, there you go. Okay, makes
0: sense. So, continuing with you, John, you've got the 4-13 matchups here. So, the 13 seed is Malcolm Jenkins – the 13 seed is
2: Malcolm Jenkins.
0: The 13 seed is Malcolm Jenkins. The four seed is Brian Westbrook. So you have the great kick returner,
2: running back extraordinaire. It's a no-brainer. I mean, Malcolm Jenkins is phenomenal, but we're talking Brian Westbrook. Like we're talking Brian Westbrook, like wow. Brian fucking Westbrook. <laughs> okay. Like, the dude. The dude. He he taught us things that little guys could do mm-hmm. that I, I still don't think other guys his size can do. I think it was just him. The punt return? Just smart play, like, like running all the way down, and sliding at the one-yard line so you don't have to run another play.
1: Yeah. Infuriating fantasy owners everywhere. Everywhere! Yes. <laughs> but
2: a genius, genius football play. Like
1: yeah, he, exactly. He was,
2: Donovan's, he was Donovan's safety. Oh, like yes. yeah. Donovan didn't have to think because Westbrook would always find an opening, and he could run the ball.
0: I, I think about all specifically. I think about specifically the play that he had up in the old Meadowlands against the Giants, the punt return. 10-7, oh, yeah. you know, they're are really slight. It's like it's like they can't move the ball against the Giants. They, you know, that kind of stuff. And then all of a sudden they try and kick to him. And on one hop, catches the ball, runs to the outside, and runs to the end zone, scores a touchdown, turns the entire division. The Eagles were kind of like middling season, at like 2-2. Two, two. Yeah, exactly. California the them about, right into the NFC Championship game that year. The
2: funny part about that is we've had a lot of good punt and kick returners in yeah.
0: the Eagles. We really have. For, Ryan Mitchell.
2: For him to stand out. As, I remember when he got hurt that year. Yeah. Our, our punt return game sucked. Would, I remember the radio was killing Andy. Like, why didn't you get a backup for him? And Andy's Andy's exact concept was, how do you do that? Like, you can't get a backup for Brian Westbrook. You're
1: not a, yeah. you're not a Reno Mahe guy, John. Yeah. Like, you
2: know what I mean? <laughs> how are you gonna replace that? <laughs> We're <Exactly>. to have.
1: Exactly. <laughs> how How about a quick
0: some quick love though to Malcolm Jenkins, right? I mean, I, free safety, oh, short sure. sure and error. I mean, yeah, you I got had- coming in. Leads that secondary. I mean, he was cleaning up all kinds of crap that was left over, right, in that oh, Super God. Bowl. I mean, if we didn't have him oh, in the hit. lineup, right, got to give that him hit. some love.
2: Did it start the tempo in the first quarter? Yeah. Did that get yeah. where he decapitated that dude? Yeah, or
0: Brandon course. Cooks, yeah. When he laid him out, yeah, it was pretty much over at that point for the Patriots. They had no offense at that point. Well, and he, he any played anything.
1: something insane, like... Ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the snaps like while he was here, wasn't Could it? Could always like, count yes. on him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The,
2: the only thing you don't like about him is he went vegan during that time. <laughs>
1: that's the only <laughs> thing you like about him. we talked about that before. There you go. No, but he, that's why he got bumped to 13. What a, that's right.
2: what a great career he had here. I mean he had a yeah. great he had a great career with Saints. He yeah. had a great career at Ohio State. He, I mean <laughs> there's recently no, retired, there's no, like, that's right, yeah. 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 There's no there's no shine like like that you we can him. put on like the dude is a hell of a man and a hell of a player.
0: No doubt. Amen to that. Absolutely. All right, Steve. So, here we go. This is the final pick of the Eagles of the all the 16 players. So, this is it. Okay. You got the 16 seed is Troy Vincent and of course, the number 1 seed is the minister of defense Reggie White. <laughs> Reggie or Troy Vincent? So I will leave it up to you,
1: Mike. What do you think? I love Troy Vincent. Yeah, I mean, him and Bobby Taylor were my cornerbacks back in the day. Those guys had some length, and they could slap some balls. And you know, it was uh, good times. Was a great
2: free agent signing. Uh,
1: He was. He was. He was probably the first major one. Oh. No, not not I thought Ricky Waters might have been the first like yeah. one of the But but the, the, the first defensive
2: probably the first offensive move
1: Yeah during yeah. Glory's error. Yeah, uh,
2: really put a stamp on
1: it. And really, Brian
0: Dawkins credits Troy Vincent for bringing him along in his career. If mean, it wasn't for Troy, okay. I mean, you know, you know
1: that kind of well, stuff. So, wasn't Troy head of the Players
2: Association? Yes,
1: he is. He yeah, is. yeah he's, he's the man. Like yeah. <laughs>
3: Troy
2: is the man.
3: Yeah.
1: Troy Troy Vincent was a heck of a player and a and a heck of a heck of an individual uh, off the field. Um, but it's, yeah. it's it's silly. It's Reggie. it's Reggie White.
0: Come on, yeah. I remember meeting him in a in a book signing. This was a while back. Uh, so when Troy I or Reggie? Reggie? Reggie, Reggie. Okay. And uh, and I was probably you know maybe you're talking twelve, thirteen. So this is right when he's like 90, 1991 type of thing. And I remember I had like back then I did have like a, a like kind of a a replica of Reggie White jersey at the time. And of course we go to the book signing and it's packed with people packed with them And we go up and I shake his hands and his hand practically enveloped mine. I mean it was literally like he just ate it. You know that kind of thing. I'm like, oh my god, god re-
1: <laughs> You gotta go Mr. White. kid. Here you are I'm currently absorbing you via osmosis. Just wait. You got a good short kid I was like,
0: okay, <laughs> thank you, wow, you're great, you're awesome, it was great, it was just amazing, you know, you're 10, 11 years old, you're looking up at this guy, and he's like this monster among men, it's tremendous, so yeah, he for, was definitely no doubt, so here we go, second round, guys, and Steve, we're gonna go for you, this is gonna be an interesting matchup here, you've got the five seed is Jason Peters, the four seed, Brian Westbrook, in the second round, so the 5-4, left tackle extraordinaire, running back punt returner extraordinaire. It's I, don't might, I might anger
1: John with this no, one. No,
2: I don't think so. I don't think so. I think you're right on it.
1: But I'm feeling it. S- we'll see. Um, Jason Peters held on too long. long. Mm-hmm yes mm-hmm. he did it was like it was like a Bill Guerin situation
2: <laughs> <laughs> a
1: little bit too long <laughs> Brian yeah. Westbrook I think got out when getting out was good I don't, mm-hmm. I don't remember him having like a terrible season and then ah oh, I'm retiring it was like mm. it was it was time for him to go and he went and so I, I look at Westbrook's career kind of better because it wasn't tainted by mm. a sad
0: ending yeah. Uh, so I'm going to go I'm going to advance I'm gonna Westbrook, move Westbrook.
2: I, completely agree. Nice. I completely agree
0: That's awesome, yeah I love that John, for you, to close out the second round here, another uh, difficult matchup 1 seed Reggie White 8 seed Jason Kelsey Damn it Reggie, why didn't
2: you bring me a chip? Uh, <laughs> That's the, those, the Kelsey's 8 got upset
0: on the 1? Or no. do we have the No, Reggie minister of
2: defense like
0: yeah Yeah. I mean just one of the all-time greats and sack leader for a number of years until you know Bruce Smith took him over but yeah
2: these four guys really talk about how much we love that game more that like they are they were all great like actually almost that entire list great humans yep great players yep but i read i mean everybody ever on that list would say that reggie should come out
0: of that. yeah exactly yeah that's a good point good point all right kelsey well, himself would probably agree <laughs> <laughs> i think he probably well, would he probably likely. would yeah that's right yeah,
2: most likely
0: gents it now comes down to this who will face brian dawkins in the elite eight of our two noobs tournament of the best philadelphia athlete is it going to be brian westbrook the minister of defense reggie white so i will make my choice here and i'll wait your selections so this is going to be interesting this is going to be very very interesting as everyone's making is in yet no. uh he is not no uh, waiting on him.
2: There
0: we go. okay got john's in yeah <laughs> I don't know if that is necessarily correct Mr. Murray I think you'll have to do it again but we do have a I guess you could say a unanimous selection I don't want to speak for Mr. Murray but Reggie White Reggie White will join Brian Dawkins in the Elite Eight I i don't think you could have asked for a better representative coming out of this link region right I mean he's the greatest defensive end one of the greats of all time certainly in the eagles the best when we think defensive end he's the template right john you like to say that i mean he's clearly and just one of the only thing he left he did leave us but i think it was legit because of norman bremen really
2: i don't think we blame reggie for leaving
0: no no and I mean, it broke my heart when he left, but obviously he was doing the right thing. He was like, I can't win here. I have to win. And he ended up winning with the Packers. But... It was
1: the same thing, like the Scott Rowland thing. Like, yeah. I don't blame Scott for leaving. Philly's management at that time was, was yeah. terrible and didn't show, you know, the the desire to do what it was necessary to win. And yeah. So that same thing with Reggie. I don't think Raymond was doing enough to put the team over the top and... and paid reggie what he was worth yeah
0: <laughs> so, yeah which yeah. should have
1: been the moon and back
0: um I, I can't what blame it. yeah exactly all right so we're going to flash up the bracket the updated one and of course we got reggie white and brian dawkins one two matchup there wow that's gonna be fun that's gonna be fun to talk about and then you've got mike schmidt coming out of the phillies Lindros, and dr J. Uh, the round out the five so we've got next up on the list we've got the phillies second part of the phillies bracket in a couple weeks and then a couple weeks after that we'll finish out the flyers and the sixers we'll figure out that with scheduling down the road but guys what a great tournament right so far Uh, thank goodness you guys remember things because i need to write things down better in pre-production uh But we've got a happy segment, guys, and uh, Johnny, I guess you might as well just go ahead and hit that play button.
3: Today, a chapter closed in American history. The last living Medal of Honor recipient from World War II, Herschel Williams, affectionately known as Woody, passed away. Born on a West Virginia dairy farm in 1923, he enlisted in the Marine Corps and was sent to Iwo Jima with the 3rd Marine Division in February 1945. Marines had been fighting to take the island for four days, raising the iconic flag over Mount Suribachi.
0: It not only lifted our spirits here on this rock,
2: it lifted the spirits of America.
3: But Woody's Marines were pinned down by Japanese troops firing from fortified bunkers. Using a flamethrower, Woody fought for four hours, stopping the attack and saving U.S. lives. It wasn't
2: anything outstanding that particular day. It was just another day of battles.
3: In October 1945, President Truman presented him with the Medal of Honor, but Woody said it didn't belong to him.
0: He said, this medal is not mine. It belongs to all those Marines who didn't come back. I only hold it in
3: trust. Woody returned home and continued to serve for more than 65 more years at the Department of Veterans Affairs and then until his final days working with Gold Star families.
0: Woody lived a life that reminded everybody how easy it was to do the right thing. He was a mentor to a lot of us
3: the marine corps is fortunate to have many heroes but there is only one woody williams semper fidelis marine woody williams was 98 years old courtney QB, nbc news the pentagon
0: not much more to add johnny what do you think
2: oh we've covered him a few times yeah sad to hear his passing but god damn what a man yeah i love mean- that flamethrower story that never gets old No. (laughs) I just I I handled it.
1: I'd (laughs) like to know if that footage of of the flamethrower was actually him and actually there, or if it was just like stock footage. Can you imagine? Oh my gosh!
2: His story. If if people want to research him, like if you don't know who he is, dig deep into him because him telling that. Flame, but i've heard him in multiple decades tell that flamethrower story it's amazing
0: yeah maybe i can find it uh you know see so if i could maybe throw in a card up there in the upper right corner so It's it amazing. Be, yeah that's awesome all right guys now we've hit the end of the episode episode 92 of two noobs talking great to be able to talk with the both of you of course about the news of the day and other assorted items of note Johnny, where can people find us on Two Noobs?
2: We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Clapper, and anything else I can get my grubby little hands on once Steve posts videos, um, I will steal them and put them in places. You only got
1: one out last week, John. Come on. Yeah, I no, I'm still uh, on the
2: backlog here.
0: I'm going to get going on that. But yeah, that's cool. That brings us to our main YouTube channel, The Two Noobs Talking Podcast. Like, share, subscribe our video to our channel and love our videos. Leave, leave a comment. We'd love to hear from you. I'd uh, love to hear your thoughts too. Uh on the audio side, Steve, where can people listen to us?
1: People can listen to us on Podbean, but Podbean puts us out over the airwaves to other things like as I found out this week, Pandora, uh not yeah. the jeweler, but the, yeah. uh, <laughs> the other one. Uh we're also on Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, uh Spotify. Am I missing anything there? No. Uh, yeah, you can you can Google us T W O T O O doesn't matter either one will find us.
2: You got the one that Glenn watches. It's on or listens to the song, right?
1: Yeah, that was iHeartRadio.
2: Okay, right yeah. Oh, there
1: you go. Shout good. out to
2: Glenn. We like Glenn, so we'll just keep shouting. We do.
1: Out. We do.
0: Really?
2: I don't even know if he listens all the way through, but if I'm <laughs> going to keep doing this to see if he does.
1: All <laughs> right, well, go. so that that's the test. Next time I talk to him. If he doesn't uh, acknowledge the shout-out from episode 92, I'll know he's a liar and doesn't listen to the whole there thing. You go. There you go. All right, guys. Well, until then, moving
0: on to episode number 93. We're so close to 100. It's going to be awesome. Cannot wait. Until then, guys, talk to you all guys next week. Take care.
3: If you don't read the newspaper, you're uninformed you're missing Uh, That's a great question. What is the long-term effect of too much information? One of the effects is the need to be first, not even to be true.